Today, we're going to be talking about four practical steps that we can all use today to relieve some stress from our lives. Because let's face it, we've all been through some stressful times in life. So many of you watching this video right now are probably going through some stressful event in your life. I know that I personally am going through the absolute most stressful, most difficult time of my life that I've ever been through. And this is why I'm making this video because I really want to share the lessons that I'm learning through the challenges that I've been going through so that I can help others with those lessons. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Resilient Muslima podcast. Join me, Mariam Aslam, as we explore practical ways to merge personal development, the science of the mind, and Islamic principles to become our most resilient and confident selves. Now, let's get started with today's episode. First things first, just because you are stressed does not mean that your iman is low or that you don't have enough tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or something is wrong with your faith. The reason I'm saying this is because I remember just a few weeks ago, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was telling them how challenging my life is right now and how stressed out I am. And honestly, I don't know what's going to come in the future. And I'm very worried about that. And I'm very anxious about that. And I remember them just saying, well, where is your tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Now, I understand that we need trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never abandon us. That is true. But as insan, our iman will fluctuate from time to time. No one's iman can stay constant. There's actually a hadith that I was reading about, and I'm not going to narrate the exact words because it's actually a pretty long hadith. But basically, the Prophet ﷺ was saying that if your state of mind in regards to heaven and hell stayed consistent, like you were thinking about heaven and hell constantly, all the time, everything you did in life, you were thinking, oh, you know, there's hellfire and there's heaven, then you'd be shaking hands with the angels. That's basically to show that us insan, we're not angels. Our iman is not consistent. We are not constant. And that's why we're told so many times to make istighfar a part of our daily routine because we're always asking for forgiveness because we're always making mistakes, right? That's why you ask for forgiveness is because you're making mistakes. And so our iman will fluctuate. And so remember, your tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be high some days and it will be low some days. And that's okay. And if no one has told you this, then let me be the one to tell you that. Just because you are anxious and stressed at times does not mean that something is wrong with your iman. As long as you are able to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is all that matters. It's essential to remember that stress is a common human experience. No matter how strong our faith, we are not immune to life's trials and tribulations. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised us in the Quran that He will test us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ankabut, Ayah 2, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أحسب الناس أن يتركوا أن يقولوا آمنا وهم لا يفتنون Do people think once they say we believe that they will be left without being put to the test? So you see from this ayah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that you will be tested in life. Every single insan who believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be tested in life. And so it's a promise. You will experience stress at times. Because think about it. If you are tested with the loss of a child or a parent or a spouse or a friend or a sibling, or even if you're tested with a divorce or if you're tested with a difficult marriage or if you're tested with the loss of a job or the loss of a home, in any way that you're tested with something difficult, you will be stressed, right? We're not stressed about positive things in life. We're stressed about negative things in life. We're stressed about things that are difficult in life. And so it's very difficult to go through a big test in life and not feel any stress about it. And so finding a way to handle the stress in an adequate way is what resilience really is. It's having the strength 
to get through life's challenges. Inevitable challenges. Challenges that we will definitely go through. And honestly, stress actually has a really, really big impact on the body. Your body is actually your unconscious mind. It keeps score of all the stress that you put it under. It keeps score of all the anxiety and the worry that it goes through. In the realm of psychology, stress is more than just a feeling. It's a signal to the mind that your safety is actually compromised. And when your safety is compromised, your primal instincts kick in because you are now going into survival mode. So if you're sitting down and you're thinking about an event that will take place or has taken place, will probably take place, then what's happening is that your body actually feels the event happening. Because your mind and your body don't know the difference between an event actually happening in, in real life and reality and an event that's happening just in your mind that you've made up. Your body legitimately thinks that the event is happening just because you've thought that it's happening. You will have all the emotions and all the feelings as if the event is actually happening. And so let me give you an example to better explain this. My mom, Allah Yarhamah, she passed away three years ago, almost three years ago. This March, inshallah, it'll be three years. And so the time that she passed away, the amount of physical reactions that I was having, the panic attacks, the fact that she was leaving this world. It was a very, very difficult time, a very emotional time. And now I've noticed that there are times when if I think about that event happening, if I put myself back into that time where the event happened and I am able to like remember the details of it, I'm not joking. I feel the physical reaction from that. I start to have the same type of panic attacks. I start to feel the exact same way that I felt the day she passed away, even though it's been three years now, subhanAllah. That is actually how strong the mind is. And so because we know that we're all going to experience stress because we're all going to experience tests from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this life, and we now know how bad of an effect stress can actually have on the body, we need to learn ways to reduce the stress when it happens, when we start to feel stress. And for years, I've actually been trying to find solutions that work for me that can help reduce stress when I have stressful moments in my life. And I was specifically looking for ways that didn't involve somebody else because I realized that a big way that I would reduce my stress is by calling a loved one. So I'd call like my brother or I'd call my cousins or my, or my friends or I'd just call somebody that I loved and I trusted. And that would just really help with the stress that I was feeling in that moment. But I also realized that that's not possible all the time, right? Everyone has their own lives People are dealing with their own things. So not everyone is available for a phone call whenever I'm having stressful times in my life. And especially now that we're living in a nuclear family-oriented society, meaning each household consists of just parents or just parents and their kids or just a couple, just a husband and wife, very small amount of people in each household. It's even harder to find someone to talk to that's always there or always available. Basically impossible at this point. And so... I was looking for ways specifically where I could just do it by myself if I was ever feeling a stressful moment. And so I have finally found the four steps that I have now started to take to reduce stress and to have some relief when I'm feeling very stressed out. These four steps can be done whenever, wherever, and by whomever. And I'm telling you they work. And subhanAllah, the way these four steps connect to each other is amazing. And I'm really hoping that these four steps can help all of you when you're feeling some level of stress. And also, I really want you all to know that you're not alone, right? We're all going through stressful times in life. So many people are going through extremely challenging times. And that's not to undermine what you're going through. I'm not saying that what you're going through is, is more or less than other people. It's just to say that you're not alone. A lot of people are going through a lot of difficult times. And we're creatures of connections. And so when we hear about someone going through or has gone through a very similar trial that we're going through, then 
we feel this instant connection with them, like this instant bond with them, like they get us, they understand us. And so inshallah, let's get into the four steps. Step one is bringing yourself back into the present moment. Like I mentioned earlier, when we're stressed, our mind can go into the past or the future and it can start to panic as if the event is actually happening. If you bring your mind to the present moment, then your mind can actually start to feel a little bit of relief. Think of it like this. When you're stressed, your body thinks you're in physical danger. It thinks you will actually die. Something will happen. Your safety is being compromised. And so by reminding your body and your mind that you are safe in the present moment, the stress will automatically start to go down because your survival instincts will start to go down. So this is what I do. I tell myself, okay, Maryam, listen. Right now, in this moment, you are safe. You have a roof over your head. You have clothes. You have food. You have shelter. You have people who love you and care for you. You have financial means. You have a mode of transportation. You have so much right now that you are blessed with. You will not die. Nothing that is going on right now in your life will cause you to actually physically die. I tell myself, in this moment, you are good. In this moment, you are safe. You are not going to die. You will live on. This will bring your mind to the present moment and any danger that your mind thinks that it was experiencing will start to go away. So that is step one, is bringing yourself back into the present moment. Step two is being grateful. And this relates to the first step, which is being in the present moment. All the things that you currently have that guarantee your safety, those are all the things that you have that you can be grateful for. So for me, it was my health, my food, shelter, my loved ones, etc. I have all of that to be grateful for. Because what's happening is that your mind is looking for all of the negative things in your life. Right? It's not looking for any of the positive things. It's ignoring anything good that's going on in your life. Because we don't get stressed from positive things. We get stressed from negative things. And so when you're stressed and you start to focus on all the positive things and you start to be more grateful, you have this mindset switch. And you're switching your mind to become a lot more positive. So that is step two, being more grateful. Now step three is making du'a. And so because now you've done step one and step two, you're in this grateful mindset, right? You're starting to list out all the things that you're grateful for and you're reminding yourself that there's so many positive things in your life. And so you're in this gratitude state of mind. And that is the perfect state of mind to make du'a for because Allah subhanahu wa loves when we are being grateful to him, when we are making shukr for all the things that he has blessed us with. Allah subhanahu wa says in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 152, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون Remember me, I will remember you and thank me and never be ungrateful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is instructing us to be thankful to him. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves when we are grateful. And a piece of advice that I have gotten in the past when making dua is that you start off by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his names and then you start to make sugar and you start to show gratitude for all the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you with. And then you go in to start asking him for all the things that you need. And so once you have praised him with his names and you are in this gratitude mindset, it's the perfect time to start making dua. And so now you tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all your worries, everything that's causing you stress, the challenges, the difficulties, how difficult everything is and how upset you are and how frustrated you are, how sad you are. Now, of course, you don't tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I'm frustrated with you. Astaghfirullah, we don't do that. But we can tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we're struggling, that we don't know what to do next and that we're lost and that we're, we're angry, we're upset. It's very difficult. You can, you can pour your heart out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exactly how you're feeling 
as long as you are obviously being respectful because you're talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you're not just talking to anybody, right? you're talking to the one who created you. So there is a level of respect. But you can lay your heart out. You can cry. You can tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everything that you're feeling in your heart. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always listening. He is the only one that is listening 24-7. No matter when you call out to him, no matter what condition you're in and you're calling out to him, he is always, always listening. And, you know, sometimes I personally, I talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in my thoughts, like just in my mind. I'm just talking to him constantly. But I've noticed that when it comes to this, when it comes to these steps, I talk to him out loud. I sit in seclusion. I sit by myself and I talk to him out loud. I tell him what I'm feeling in the moment. Now, of course, if I'm in like a group of people or something, then I will talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala silently. But if I'm by myself, then I will vocalize how I'm feeling. I will say it out loud. I will talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'll have a conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I say everything that's on my chest. Because think about it. Honestly, the only one who can actually change your condition, who can alleviate your stress, who can take away the difficulty, who can give you the strength to get through the difficulty is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's no one on this dunya that can help you the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can help you. He is the one who is putting you through the trial and he is the one who can either remove the trial or he can give you the strength to get through the trial. And so that is step three, which is making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now step four is doing adhkar. Now this one is a continuous step. We continuously do adhkar, right? For this specific topic, the adhkar that I choose when I'm stressed out is astaghfar. I do a lot of astaghfirullah. I repeat astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah multiple times. And the reason for that is that Ibn Abbas radiallahu an said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, if anyone constantly seeks pardon from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will appoint for him a way out of every distress and a relief from every anxiety and will provide sustenance for him from where he expects not. That is reported in Abu Dawood. So doing istighfar can alleviate any stress that you're going through. And so this step is a constant step. You keep doing it. You just keep reading astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. You can do other askar as well. So another one that I recommend is reading Hasbiallahu wa ni'mal wakil, which means Allah is enough for me and he is the best disposer of my affairs. You can continuously only do astaghfar or you can also do Hasbiallahu wa ni'mal wakil. You can alternate between the two, but I highly, highly recommend doing istighfar for sure. Do that one constantly. And obviously this is a reminder for myself first before it's a reminder for anyone, but I'm telling you it really does change the way your mind is. Because like we were talking about before, the mind is so strong, subhanAllah, right? And that I have another video that was released right before this one, which was about how askar can build your confidence. Because askar, what it is, is just, it's things that you're repeating in your mind, right? Like what you think about is how you will function. And so not only does askar give you a sense of connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to your creator, what it actually also does is that it occupies your mind. Right? You don't have time to think about other things when you're constantly doing askar, when you're constantly thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't have time to stress yourself out. You can't think about the future. You can't think about the past. When you're doing askar, when you're repeating something, when your mind is occupied, right? So that is another benefit that askar has for us is that we're not stressed out as much because we're thinking about something else. Askar actually helps control our mind as well. And so that is step four, continuously doing askar. And so to summarize, the four practical steps that we mentioned that you can use anytime, anywhere to have some relief when you're feeling stressed are step one, bringing yourself back into the present moment. And step two, being more grateful. And step three, making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a state of gratitude. 
And the last step, step four, which is a continuous step, is making adhkar. And the one that I highly, highly recommend when you're stressed out is to do istighfar. Continuously saying astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. And the other one that we mentioned is hasbiallahu wa ni'mal wakil. And so those are the four steps that I personally have been taking through the stressful and challenging times that I am currently facing. And alhamdulillah, I can for sure say that it has definitely made a difference and it has definitely benefited me a lot. And so I'm hoping that it benefits some of you or all of you. I honestly recommend giving it a go. You have nothing to lose. Inshallah, you will also get hasanat for doing athkar, for making da'a, for being grateful. There's nothing that you can lose by doing these steps. And so I highly, highly recommend giving it a go. That's all I have for you today. I hope that this episode was beneficial. If it was, please leave a review, leave a comment, and you can also DM me on Instagram. My username is Mariam Aslam Official, and I'd love to hear from you. Please also share it with someone that you would think would benefit from this. And inshallah, I will end the way I always end. Make sure to make dua for someone today that you love. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you all afiyah. Barakallahu feekum. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.